Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Today's program is brought to you by Fire Cider, a health tonic based on the traditional New England cure-all of raw apple cider vinegar and honey. For more information, visit firesider.com. I'm Linda Palaccio, host of A Taste of the Past. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. My weekly cleaning advice column, Ask a Clean Person, appears on Esquire.com, and I would love it if you would send your cleaning questions to JolieCare at gmail.com. My guest today is Dave Lozo. Hi, Dave. Hi. 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 Hello. Hello. Uh, Dave is a writer and very funny person who is currently writing about sports. Sports. Mostly hockey. But you do some other stuff. You do some basketball. You do some football. All over the place. All over the place. Uh, He's he's doing that stuff for Vice Canada, The Comeback, and Uproxx. And since we are in the clutch of winter, though you wouldn't know it, from the weather in New York today, where it is like a balmy mm-hmm. it's like 60 almost. degrees yeah. right now. Uh, and Dave is a, a winter sport guy. I asked him to join me for today's episode in which we will cover the topic of winter shoe care. Mm. Yeah. One of my favorite. Uh, yeah. I mean, listen, we're both, we're both cold climate folks. See, like, but I'm the kind of person that will, if it's snowing outside, for instance, I just won't go outside and then I'll never have to worry about cleaning my sneakers. That's why I'm so useless for you today. I'm just here to just make jokes. You're for not. The next that's the, that's, that's all. It. That's all I need you to do. I'm like your Andy Richter to your that's, Conan O'Brien. Well, that's it. And after the show, where you and I are going to talk about that a little bit more seriously. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's what you're here for. You're, you're you're here to add color. That's it. Yeah, um, you're my you're my color guy. As the whitest uh, person ever. That's weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, but before we get into the gory stuff about uh, winter shoes, uh, two two items of business. The first is that apparently I owe Dave an apology. Uh, loyal listeners will remember him from the spirited episode about hockey gear mm-hmm. uh, that he joined me for. And uh, during that episode, I asked people to take a photo of the dirty water in which they had washed their pads, their hockey pads, and tweet the photo at me. Well, mm. they did. <laughs> and I loved it. And I loved it so much that I retweeted all of them for my followers and CC'd Dave so he could also see them. Uh, Dave... 
Dave did not love this. It was like the equivalent of when you bring your girlfriend in the bathroom after you take a dump and you're just like, look at this. And she's like, oh, this is gross. And you're like, no, this is awesome. Only she was doing the inverse to me. Like, look how clean it is now. But the water. No, the water is gross. And it looks like somebody did business in there. I don't want to They did to do business. They cleaned their hockey gear. It, and was, it was fabulous. I, was, I could smell the photo. Almost. Oh, it was, it was so just, exciting. I loved mm, it so much. So anyway, mm. Dave, Dave finally like lost it at me and got mad i did i i've screamed at her really i was, <laughs> I was really genuinely upset so i uh, talked to her for months yeah so today i have to say i'm sorry dave i don't accept no well that's good because i'm not really sorry at all boy i can't believe i fell for that one <laughs> <sighs> um, okay but to make it up to you uh before we get into the winter shoe woes pizza uh pizza yeah we'll no. get some pizza mm. uh no not before that we have to record the show first oh, then boy. pizza so much work um I, I want to I want to give you the opportunity to hijack my show and tell our listeners about Ted Cruz and why he's the best. <laughs> can- what? Oh, no. so, listen, Dave, don't make me kill you. I'm kidding. Um, no, listen, I'm a I'm a Bernie gal. You know why? Bernie does his own laundry. Boy, it is just so easy to just get you. That's, that's it. Yeah, I'm a I'm a simple gal. That's what it. Can just I say. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, also, I'm I'm like. Yeah, I'm so liberal. I'm right. like He's, a communist. So there you go. I like him. Uh, okay. No, I'm going to give you the opportunity to tell a right. story. It's one of the funnier stories I've heard in a long time. I, there is a visual component to it that if you want to see the visual component, it will be the title image for this episode. So if you go look on Acast or iTunes at the the episode right up, you'll you'll see the episode image will be of what we refer to as the Helvetica Reebok. So Helvetica ta- Reebok. take it away, Dave, and tell us a story about your Helvetica right. Reebok. I-, I hope this translates without the visual. Otherwise, it's just like some dude telling a story about his goofy sneakers. But I worked for the NHL, and the NHL was in the midst of a lockout. And for those listening that aren't like big sports people, essentially like half the NHL season was canceled because the owners wanted to squeeze money out of the players. And I worked for the league at the time. So in order for people who work for the league to stay on, they took 20% of our pay for like three months or something like that, which was really, really awful. But to make it up for us, make it up to us, they did the really nice thing of giving us $200 worth of free sneakers. So, you know, do the math, 20% of your salary for three months. I mean, that's totally the same thing as a free pair of sneakers. Yeah, because free yeah. sneakers pay your rent. Right, right. Like when Everyone I was, knows that. When I was like canceling HBO, I was like, but at least I got these sweet Reeboks coming in now. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Gary. Um, so what they did was they gave us like this card. It had a code and you can go on the website and you can get $200 worth of free sneakers. So like, you know, a, a pair of Reeboks for like 180. So it was basically like one pair of sneakers. And yeah. You go on the site, you customize them, you can do whatever. And I'm not a Reebok guy. I'm more a Nike guy, but I'm like free sneakers. I'm going I'm to take everything I can possibly get out of this. Of course. And you can customize them. And the ones that I picked out had a strap that went across the middle of the foot, like a little Velcro strap but it said Reebok on it. And I thought it looked really goofy and dorky. And like, I realize brands control our lives, but I'd like to kind of minimize the amount of brands that are on my visual as I'm walking around during the course of my day. So I'm like, what can I do here? And then I realize, oh, I can just leave the field blank. And it's like a blank black strap. And I'm like, oh, I like how this looks. I'll do this, you know, fill it out, do it, send away, give my address. Two weeks later, I have a package on my desk <laughs> from Reebok, and I know exactly what it is. It's my sneakers. And, like, everyone's sneakers were kind of coming in at the same time. So we were all, like, you know, we were all, like, kids, like, sneakers. It's sneakers week. Yeah. So I opened the box, and I'm like, man, how am I going to get these home? Like, I don't want to have to carry them on the bus. And I'm taking them out of the box. I'm like, let me see. And I look, and on the strap where there should be nothing, 
on each strap on each shoe is is the word Helvetica <laughs> in white stitching. Helvetica. And I, I first of all, these are free sneakers. Were, so they, were they in Helvetica font? That's the thing is like they weren't even like it, it made. <laughs> I'm actually going online and I'm like Googling Helvetica font to see if like maybe. No, it was like it was like Courier. It wasn't even it wasn't even Helvetica font. It wasn't even a good story. So everyone on my floor for the entire day and like people from all over the building are coming by my desk to laugh at my sneakers because the whole the whole company's gotten their free sneakers and they want to look at mine and laugh. So what do you do? Like they're free. They're they're just running sneakers, they're not dress shoes. So I'm like, well, I guess I gotta call up Reebok. So I call Reebok, I get a woman on the phone, and I could tell once I told her my and I remember telling the story very slowly, very succinctly, because it was a really weird story, and there was like ten seconds of silence on the phone. <laughs> Wait, it says Helvetica on your sneakers? Why would you want Helvetica? No, exactly. I don't I didn't want anything there. I left it bl- Oh, could you please hold? You put me on hold like four times. <laughs> And I could tell, I could tell she thought I was making up a story to get free sneakers. I'm like, look, I, if you tell me you can't replace these, I'm not going to really care. But I mean, I, the, I, I would like to be able to wear my sneakers at some point. So she's like, can you take a picture of your sneakers and email them to <laughs> can us? We have proof of life, right? That was totally Helvetica sneakers. Like, like she made it sound like that was part of the policy, but deep down inside, she was like, this idiot on the phone is making up some BS story He's about Hel- Helvetica. I mean, that's so crazy that like you with Helvetica. But why wouldn't he say like Comic Sans? So I emailed the photos. She got them, and they were like, "Well, we have no idea how this happened, so we're gonna." So I ended up having two pairs of sneakers in the office. And by the way, the sneakers were uncomfortable and terrible, and I never wore them. So I oh no! So yeah. did the did the second pair come with the blank strap? They came with the blank strap. It would have been amazing and, if they came and said blank. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah so, that would have been good. And like, like for the next two weeks, when the new sneakers were coming, people were super excited to see what was in the box again to see if they were messed up again. They were like, "Lozo, are your sneakers here yet?" <laughs> is that, is, you know, does it have Times New Roman on it? I would have given anything to be able to listen in on that call and have like a split screen oh. of your face and the poor customer rep's face. My buddy Mike was like at the cubicle next to me, and I could just hear him laughing the entire time. Like. <laughs> Whenever I'd be like, "Uh huh, okay, I'll hold, sure," and like you would just hear him laughing. Yep, okay, I'll hold again, sure, no problem. Uh, Dave, my name is Dave. Uh, yeah, I'll hold. That's that's fine. You can just tell like the entire like department was all standing around the phone, like like you, is this Helvetica? Have you ever heard about this before? So yeah, I got four hundred dollars worth of sneakers that I wore like five times, and two of the sneakers have the word Helvetica written oh, on them. Does it's like oh, it's the best story in the world. But they're good to wear in the they're, winter because I don't care. If they don't care. We ruin them. Thank yeah, you. That was yeah. a good take. One one quick question before we mm-hmm. before we uh, go into the winter shoe care issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they wore Comic Sans, would you have worn them proudly? I mean, if they were Comic Sans and they were Comic Sans font, I think I would have been like Helvetica is not a cool font. Like I, I want to represent a cool font when I'm walking when yeah. I'm at the gym. You know, like and what could be. Bro. What could be cooler? Right, like, like could maybe Calibri. Uh, I like. I'm a Cambria guy myself, but I mean, okay. like Helvetica is just like the last one you want. Like, you know, I don't want to be like, you know, hey buddy, can you give me a spot at the gym? And he's like, bro, I'm not spotting some Helvetica dork. Bro. <laughs> get yourself some Times New Romans or get the hell out of my gym. I was ashamed. Yeah, to this day, like, it's like I posted that on Facebook the other day. It's like a four year old photo, and like, still people from the NHL I haven't seen in years still laugh their asses off. Oh at my, my god, my, it's my, like my sneakers. It's like the it's like the best story. So not not only people at the NHL, our our mutual friend Kay Baker, yeah, she loves ho- it. hockey writer, just um, Dave and I know each other. Like she she and I seriously just can't we can't stop talking about it. We'll be in like a in like a texting 
little thing. She's, <laughs> she's like sending me photos of her of her right. new of her newborn, and I'm like, "Are you still laughing at Dave's story about the Helvetica Reebok?" <laughs> you know, I can't believe she didn't yeah. know that until I thought. I, th- I think I told her that back when it happened. But yeah, it's it's, it's probably the most exciting thing to happen to her outside of Graham. In probably the, in the last year. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Katie. There's your shout out for shout Graham. Out. Graham's but, famous now. Graham, 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 Graham. All right. Graham lives in a cold weather climate. When he is uh, old enough for for snowshoes, he's going to have to deal with this stuff. Uh, we're going to start right off with the the biggest like winter shoe woe that we could find out there. Poop? Salt, Dave. What? It's it's wet outside. You don't see it. It's under the snow, and then you have it's under the snow. Right, but it's I mean, frozen. But you step on it, and all right, it's not the biggest winter shoe woe. Oh. Oh, please. That's a summer shoe woe when you're in flip-flops. Oh, oh well, That's yeah. more a foot skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry. All right. All right. Well, we will bring you back in August, and we'll talk about that. <laughs> uh, okay. You want to read the question? Do you want me to read the question? Yeah. Be I'll Sharon. Sharon. Put on your shirt. Hey, whatever happened to the girl with the clothes and the pipe? Remember her, the Halloween girl that was like into like smoking all kinds of crazy different things that time I was here? She had like a Halloween. Oh, your future wife? Yeah. We never got me hooked up with her. Cassandra was her name? Something like that. Maybe. I just remember she liked clothes. Um, All right. Where are we here? Oh, Helvetica Reeboks. I can see at the top of the screen. (laughs) Get rid of that. (laughs) It's in my show notes, you guys. Um, All right. Sharon writes, my main question, one that stumps me every year, is how to get the salt stains out of my leather boots. I often spray them with a snow rain salt repellent spray, which sometimes sort of works, but never very well on salt. And you know, <laughs> I, like, I like her commas. She's very good with the commas in here. She's a very good writer. Oh. I like the pauses. And you know, even if you wear your heavy-duty snow boots out for, most, for the most part during snowstorms, there's always the day the weather catches you by surprise and you get caught in your favorite boots tramping through the snow and picking your way it's such a poet it's very very nice picking, <laughs> picking your way through your gigantic cold awful puddles the relief of getting back indoors is usually dashed <laughs> the next day when i look at my boots and they have that gross white salt stain line going all around them is there a way to get rid of it without further discoloring the leather and is there a great spray leather treatment you recommend as a preventative measure yes and oh. yes oh and she said thanks oh yes and yes and you're welcome uh, also, I like that she that she called this a stumper because I get to say stumper. It's a lot of good words. It's a stumper. wicked stumper. Uh, it's a wicked. It's a wicked stumper here. Yeah. Salt on your boots. <laughs> uh, but it's actually not. There are, there are a couple of different ways to uh, to get rid of the salt stains on your boot. The thing is about the protectors, which in the second segment of the show we're going to talk about like leather protectors and suede protectors and all that kind of stuff, and we'll banter about other winter shoe woes maybe about poop um but so we're gonna we're gonna start off with what to do about those salt stains so the thing is about using a protector is that um they they they'll protect against the stains penetrating the shoe but it doesn't as our poor reader sharon has noticed it doesn't necessarily mean that the stains themselves won't occur in the first place um ideally if you're using a really good one the staining will like wipe off with a wet paper towel but you may need something a little bit more um so here's what you're going to do regardless of whether you've used a protector or not the instructions are the same uh easiest thing to do about salt stains is to use my old friend white vinegar white vinegar is magic i mean that, that should be the name of the show Yes, it should be. Okay, I feel like I, I feel like I'm three for three now and hearing about white vinegar in <laughs> my times here. It could be anything like uh, Jolie, my dog is dying, and I just don't know what to do to make him feel bad. White vinegar, white vinegar. just rub white vinegar on his paws, <laughs> and he'll be, he'll be good again. That's how you fix your dog. Yeah, 
Yeah, it is. And yeah. also your salty shoes. So yeah. here's what you're going to do with the white vanilla. First of all, you you do not need a lot. Um, probably a tablespoon of white vinegar diluted with a tablespoon of water. Equal parts. If you're doing a lot of pairs of shoes all at once, then use more. But if you're just doing one or two pairs of boots, that's like really all you're going to need. So what you're going to do is you're going to mix up your vinegar and your water in equal parts. Uh, and, you know, like a small little bowl or something like that. And then you're going to get a soft cloth. Uh, now, people have asked me what, what I mean by soft cloth. Uh, I'm curious. Which, <laughs> like, not, not sandpaper, there's, but... There is, there is like, there's no end to the, like, questions that people will ask. The, the specificity? I can't, why can't I see? Uh, Wait, with which I, people want me to give them information. So here, so here's what I, a, here's can I guess what it is first real quick. Yeah. Is, is it, is it based on thread count? Is it like a, like a softer, like, yeah, you just want a soft cotton. So like, think about a, a, a man's white <laughs> undershirt. That's a, that's a okay. soft cloth. Okay. I'm yeah. thinking about that right now. Yeah. Like a Hanes undershirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so actually some, some good things to use are like old undershirts that have, that have gone like way past the point of salvaging. Uh, just kind of make a little rag pile for yourself. Old socks are also really good, like old sweat hmm. socks, hmm. ones that have gone holy. Stop wearing them. Do I have to dip they, them in white vinegar? When they have holes. And preferably they're clean. Uh, yeah, I know. It's a lot to ask. Lot All right, let's well, moving on. Yeah, so you're going to dip dip it in the white vinegar. You're going to wring it out. You don't want it sopping. Uh, and then you are going to rub vigorously mm. at the salt stains. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I knew, uh, I, yeah. I'm like writing the show notes for this. And as I wrote... Thanks, Dave. Oh, sorry. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. yeah, as I was writing the show notes, no. I was like, "I'm go- I'm yeah. gonna say it." You're not gonna get that past me. <laughs> and I know kidding? what Dave is gonna do. <laughs> that's <not laughs> but that's why I have you here. That was actually a really good sound effect. I didn't know you were a sound effects guy. Never too. watched porn in my life. I just assumed that's what the music sounds like. I've never, you know, it's not my thing. Well, that's that's okay. It's okay yeah. if it's your no, thing too. No. Yeah, just uh, I'm I'm a more reserved sort of uh, old fashioned kind of guy. Yeah, I believe you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Porn's once you've awesome. once you've rubbed vigorously, um, then you are going to dry off the area with a soft cloth. So basically, like what you can do is like dip, if you're let's say you're using a sock, like dip the toe in the vinegar and rub, and then turn it around and dip the opening, or not dip the opening, use the dry opening end to rub. So just use the same thing. So rub vigorously, clean with a towel. <clears throat> gotcha. Clean, no, with a soft cloth. Right. Soft oh, cloth. So, oh, soft okay. cloth. Right. Um, okay, so as you dry, you may notice that there's still some residual salt. Just repeat as needed. If you've repeated two or three times, and there really is still salt, and it's it's likely that what you have is a more set in stain, or that you haven't protected the shoes in the first place, and it's penetrated into the leather. Don't Good job, Sharon. Don't listen. Sharon did everything right. Sharon no, used the protector. Sharon blew it. No, she didn't. Come on, Sharon. Be, be, be better, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so here's what you're going to do in the case of the of those like tougher salt stains. You're going to get a dedicated salt stain removal product. Kiwi makes one. Kiwi is a shoe care brand. They make like shoe polishes and saddle soaps and all that good stuff. They also make something called Kiwi Salt Stain Remover. There you go. You're going to get that. There's another brand you could look for called Fibings. That's spelled F-E-I-B-I-N-G. Uh, apostrophe S, Fibings. And they also offer a product called Salt Stain Remover. So go ahead and get that. Use it. Follow package instruction, which will probably be exactly the same instructions I gave you. Uh, for the vinegar, rub vigorously instructions, and you will be good to go. 
Um, so we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the protective coating that in an ideal world we would all put on our shoes before we go out in snowstorms, but that in reality we all almost never do. Uh, but we're going to talk about those, some brands. We'll probably talk about what to do when your shoes get soaking, soaking wet. Um, so Dave and I will be right back. And this is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. was brought to you by fire cider did your grandmother ever tell you to drink raw apple cider vinegar it's good advice and more common than you may think for generations of new englanders a tot of vinegar was a morning ritual taken daily a tablespoon of unfiltered apple cider vinegar can help support immune function and digestive functions to the base of certified organic apple cider vinegar, Firesider added whole, raw, certified organic oranges, lemons, onions, ginger, horseradish, habanero pepper, garlic, and turmeric. They let this mixture steep for six weeks at room temperature to preserve the living vinegar culture and delicate flavors of the ingredients. Lastly, they blend a generous helping of raw wildflower honey into the mix. The result is potent but balanced, offering layers of sweet, tart, and spice. Fire cider tastes great on its own or as an addition to tea, juice, or salad. Fire cider ships direct from their online store and is available at over 500 locations nationwide. Use their store locator to find one near you and ask for a free sample. For more information, visit firesider.com. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Care, and my guest today is Dave Lozo. I'm still here. We, <laughs> th- thank God for that. <laughs> Let's do this. Uh, and we have been talking about winter shoe care. So we talked about what to do about those dreaded salt stains. Those are going to happen. White vinegar is the answer. If you hate vinegar, if it's not working, you can go ahead and get that kiwi stuff. You can get the Fibing stuff. Um, Fibing is actually like a really, really good brand generally. So you might want to keep that in mind if you, if you're like a, if you're a guy or gal who's really shoe proud, and you want really nice shoe care products. Fibings. Fibings is a is a good name to know. So I feel like they should be sponsoring this. I feel like you're giving them a lot of props here. I mean, you have to be honest and give. I'm your, honest, right? Yeah. Just, but you know, at this point, they should be like, let's 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 ship her a box of the fibings. I'll Case reach the out fibings. to them and tell them that. Come on, Fibings people. Yeah. Sharon needs your help, too. Let's, let's help Sharon <laughs> let's out. Let's help Sharon out. Let's save Sharon from herself. Sharon's a good writer. Let's uh, give Sharon some Fibings. I know. I'm a little worried. Maybe. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Sharon's going to take our jobs. Oh, Stop complimenting you can, that. You can have it if you want. Like, it's okay. Not this one, just in general. Yeah. No, no one can have my job. I love my job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll cut a bitch. Yeah. Oh, you can say bitch on this show? Yeah, you can swear on this show. Oh, I, you know I, that. I didn't remember that. Yeah. I said BS earlier because I was trying to be all... Oh, like, you're nice. Yeah. I don't like I don't yeah. like encourage people to just come on and... Just, you know. just start dropping the F-bombs? Yeah, okay. but if it if it like pops out, it's fine. Right, I want yeah. it to be meaningful. I don't want to just swear it's just a co- for the case of swearing. It's a freewheeling and conversational show, Dave. Well, I mean, it depends on your conversation. Maybe, you know, like, hello, my name is Dave, and I am tired of these shenanigans <laughs> I am tired of this tomfoolery with salt cleaning products. Oh, sorry. No, I, I didn't mean to use that language. There's no tomfoolery with salt cleaning products. Okay. All right. Let's let's move now into our uh, protectors, our prophylactics, if you will. Just plastic bags over your shoes, yeah, right? Exactly. That's, that's it, yeah. Exactly. Um, prophylactics. Uh, before we get those, this sort of falls under prophylactic, but it's a little different. There's a product, a, a product category called leather conditioner. Um, it is a good idea after cle- after cleaning salt stains off to apply some leather conditioner to your shoes should they be leather. If they're not leather, don't worry about it, obviously. Uh, and here's why. The salt is drying for leather. So leather leather's a hide. Leather's like our skin, right? So it it needs moisture. Okay, okay Buffalo Bill. <laughs> <laughs> it puts the conditioner on the shoe. <laughs> Oh, or it gets the hose again. Or it again. gets the hose again. Yeah, listen. Okay. I'm going to give you the hose later if you don't behave yourself. Whoa, hey. Uh, hey. Um, so, so it's, you know, it's like our skin. It needs, it needs moisture. It needs moisturizer. Like, I've, I'm, I'm, all, mm-hmm. I'm all lubed up. You know, it's dry out there. What? I've all, you know, I've, I don't want my skin to get dry. <laughs> I'm all lubed up, she said. <laughs> all lubed up, said Jolie, while, uh-huh. while Dave Lozo is in the studio. Yes. Great word choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do this on purpose. Um, so leather, you can think of leather conditioner kind of like you would think about moisturizer for our skin. So the salt is drying. The vinegar is also going to be drying. The thing that you're going to use to remove the thing that's drying is also going to be drying. So it's not a bad idea, especially if you're talking about really nice leather, uh, to go ahead and use a leather conditioner on it after you've cleaned it. Uh, there are tons of these products out there. I want to point you to the Sweet Homes guide on all things shoe care. Uh, they have a leather conditioner that they recommend. It is called Saphir Renovateur. That I know that sounds like expensive. Exceedingly fancy. Uh, that is S A P H I R. Um, but you can just go to the Sweet Home and like type "shoe" in, and you'll and you'll pull up that whole guide. They also recommend shoe polishes and brushes and like every, every kind of like shoe care. Um, thing is all in that guide it's great and you know i love the sweet home love 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 them so go ahead and uh and use their recommendation click through from their link to amazon so that they get the affiliate fee and can continue to do the great work they do thank you that's my shout out for the sweet home uh okay so there there you go there's my little spiel on the leather conditioner let's talk now about the leather protector all right i'm gonna level we all know that we should be putting a leather protector or a suede protector on our nice new shoes when we get them. Of course. We also all know that on the first of the year, we should change the batteries in our smoke detectors. Wait, we're supposed to do that? 
Come on. There are all right. kinds of things we know we're supposed to do that we don't do. Take our vitamins. Take our vitamins. The smoke detector thing kind of caught me off guard. I mean, yeah, you're supposed to change on, the battery once a year. Yeah. And it's it's supposed to be like there's like there's like a day. There's like you're supposed to pick odd single day uh, a year and you do it every year and it's a habit. And, when it beeps, no. you change it. That's the rule. Yeah. That's the so, rule. Come on. Uh, it's one of those things we know we're, should, we're supposed to do. It's a thing probably most of us don't do. I don't. I don't. There's some honesty. I'm, I don't. I'm learning something new immediately right now. So in a, in an ideal world, when you go buy a nice new pair of suede or leather boots right there in the store, if you don't have one at home, you buy a leather conditioner or sorry, a leather protector or a suede protector and you apply it like right there. You even have the store do it. And that that's the ideal thing. Realistically, I know no one does that. Um, but if you find yourself having stained a really good pair of shoes and then you're like poor Sharon you're like get have I come on Sharon get it together with yeah. your protectors well Sharon. no she used she used it she I guess actually she she's did. a bad she's a bad example uh the better example is so this this week's uh ask a clean person column in Esquire is about winter shoe care uh it's about the salt stains and like a whole bunch more stuff so look out for that Friday it runs at 11 a.m. on Esquire in the style section. Uh, that question was about salt stains and like a whole un- whole bunch of other stuff. Um, and that was a question that was written by someone who hadn't used the protector and was like, am I, have I totally ruined the shoes? Can I clean them and then protect them? So the answer is, yes, you can clean them and then you should go ahead and protect them. And that's a good thing to do. So if you find yourself in that situation, um, learn from your your one mistake don't make the same mistake again go ahead and get a leather protector here are some brands to look for uh these are from the from good housekeeping's testing right so we're gonna trust good housekeeping the the sweet home hasn't tested these if the sweet home had tested them i would be going with their recommendation Hmm. because i trust them in all things in my life um Okay, but good housekeeping is 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 I guess it's fine too. I guess no, good housekeeping is fine. It's, it's good. It's great. It's good housekeeping. It's good the housekeeping. whole seal of approval thing is going on. I'm going to start my own magazine called Great Housekeeping, <laughs> and I'm going to not good housekeeping. Is it going to be a, off is, the market? Is it going to be a, a Jolie Care like <sighs> fan fanzine? I mean, <gasps> I've always wanted a fanzine. I've never heard it said like that before. I haven't either. I just coined like, it. Like fanzine sounds like an ointment you put on your body. If, no, it like, doesn't. It sounds like it, something wonderful that someone should make for me. All right. Somebody make it for her. She's, great she's house, getting emotional here. Great housekeeping. Great housekeeping. Listen, I'm a, I'm a positive reinforcement kind of gal. Oh, so I, you need it. I, th- I thrive on praise. All right. So if there's not a fanzine here in the next six days, <laughs> I'm going to come to Sharon's house. <laughs> And I'm going to make her make one for you. That's how it's going to be. So I just love to be loved. All right. Uh, <laughs> okay. So here, here are some brands that um, that Good Housekeeping recommends for for leather protector. There's a brand called Aqua Seal. For suede, they like the McNet M C N E T T McNet Revive X. Uh, for fabric, so that's can't like you know. I liked Sharon's question because she specifically mentioned this thing that like does happen. Like as much as you check the weather, there is always that one day where you end up outdoors in foul weather in totally inappropriate shoes. Right. Or like you're just walking through New York and it's just a giant, you know, slush puddle slush at the puddle. corner that you just can't navigate. And yeah. Then, yeah like, and then like New York sucks. And then like there's nothing the, worse than New York in the winter. New York in the summer. Uh, I mean, I'd rather smell the, the poop smell 
in the subway stations in the summer than have you to just walk have through. a poop fetish. I, I wouldn't call it a fetish. It's more of it's more of a it's more of a hobby. I would say it's more of an interest. You're very definitely stuck at the Freudian anal stage of life. That's your. That's not a real stage in life. Yes, it is. That's not like in like a psychology book somewhere. Like, oh, hello, my name is Sigmund. Fre- I don't know why Sigmund Freud's got an accent like this. <laughs> But he wore glasses and had a had a. Wait a minute! Beard. Yes, it is, Dave. There's no Freudian poop anal stage. Yes, there is, Dave. Hold on, Dave. Gonna, you go, you Google, Google it while, while I tell the talking. tell the brands. I promise you, it really is one of the Freudian anal stages. Anal stages. It's the Freudian See? stages. See, um, that was a Freudian slip. slip. <laughs> okay, so for fabric, um, use Scotchgard. It's Scotchgard fabric and upholstery protector is what you want. Be aware, however, that there is a Scotchgard fabric and upholstery cleaner that's different from the protector. They're both really good, but they serve totally different functions. Um, and I've and I've heard from people who have used the protector when they meant to be using the cleaner, and that's a whole mess. So just be aware of that and like be careful with the the labeling. Um, okay, one last product that good housekeeping recommends and that i really like also and so ultimately i'm really this is this gets my um my thumbs up kiwi which i mentioned earlier has a salt stain remover kiwi has something called protect all um that product can be used as a protector for leather suede nubuck fabric and textile uh so if you're a guy who wears like needlepoint tuxedo slippers Dave doesn't know anything about that, but I do. And I know that's a real thing. Um, that's what they mean by textile. Uh, the reason I like that product is should, should be pretty obvious. You can get one product that's going to work on basically all of your shoes rather than having to buy separate ones. Um, but if, you know, you can't find the Kiwi product or you only wear leather or you only wear suede, in which case I really want to talk to you about your life choices, <laughs> um, you know, you can go ahead and get a dedicated product, but why not just get the one that has like that that works for five types of of footwear protection? So go ahead and use that. Uh, th- think about that instead of telling you how to use it. I'm going to tell you to follow the instructions on the bottle because they all can be different. Um, and also, I think that it's good to remind people to follow the manufacturer instructions. Like it's amazing to me how often people don't bother to to look into how something is meant to be used and just go ahead and use it. The, the most recent example I heard of this was, I mean, the woman, this woman is a smart woman, really, truly a bright woman. Is it Katie Baker? It's not Katie uh, Baker. It's not Katie Baker. If it was, I would call her out. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't have too nice. Her that. name no, is no. Beatty Caker. Yeah, no, 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 no. It wasn't. No. Different person. No, 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 no. Um, I had mentioned to her, that she should use a magic eraser. I can't remember what it was that she she asked. She was like, this is a former coworker. Um, and I had been in the office and ran into her. And she's like, oh, Julie, I have a question for you. Which would be, I would I would go into the office for like, to like drop something off and leave three hours later because people would just keep being like, oh, Julie, is it okay if I ask you a question? <laughs> like, no, it's not. Come like, on. <laughs> I got things to do here. And finally, someone like, I was really glad they said this. Someone finally piped up and was like, "Um, I'd like to point out that if it's not okay for you to ask her a question, she's definitely in the wrong job. My job is ask a clean person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, it's fine. No, no, no. I never mind it. I I actually really love it when my friends ask me things. Oh, your friends, but not like your coworkers. I mean, my coworkers, my friend, people I like. Mm. 
<laughs> you are too Listen, nice. Listen, here's why. I, one, I am definitely too nice. But here's the other thing. When it's people I don't like. You just give them bad. Yeah. Why not? No, you, I've never done that. Don't use white vinegar. I've never. I'm, mix, <laughs> mix bleach and ammonia. <laughs> and go into a small room with no ventilation. <laughs> and then just pour it all over your body. I mean, it's been tempting. There have been a few. I mean, there have been a few. There, there were a few coworkers who really like chat my ass so badly that I was like, oh, I just hope they ask me something so I can fuck their shit up. Wow. <laughs> See? Oh, I'm mean. See, yeah, I'm it's secretly a, it's mean. In there. I'm secretly evil. Yeah. Okay. So, wait, where was I? Oh, so the question that this coworker, she asked me something in the end. I was like, oh, you just need a magic eraser for that. Okay. Months go by. I find out that she didn't, like, I needed to, I should have explained to her how the magic eraser is used. It didn't even occur to me that someone wouldn't, like, just read the instructions. Oh, I can't inst- wait to hear this. The instructions for a magic eraser are you take it out of the packaging, you wet it, you sort of wring it out, and then you rub it against whatever needs to, whatever stain needs to be removed. And it, it kind of works like fine sandpaper. Uh, but you do have to wet it for it to work. So she was just rubbing the dry eraser up against like the stain on the wall. Like just had no idea. And I guess it wasn't working. And she was like, oh, this didn't work. Like, She's I guess just I like, fucking Joel. Totally God. gave me bad, bad advice or whatever. And like, yeah, months later it comes out. And she's like, yeah, I didn't. The only she was telling someone else. I saw this in a Facebook exchange. <laughs> and she's telling someone else to use to use the magic eraser and she's like just know that you have to wet it first i didn't realize that Jolie Karen, like i saw because she tagged me in this post i was like you're not you don't even realize that you should you should be embarrassed and not tell people this like oh my god i just thought, I just thought of a great idea you should have a separate podcast called ask a mean person and then you just give bad advice to people i for, you don't like i for a long time have wanted to do um for april fools to ask a mean person oh, where yeah. i answer real questions but i'm just like the total opposite yeah. of how i answer normal questions just like you're fine it's okay just rub, pe- rub peanut butter on your <laughs> on your wedding dress and then it'll come out it'll maybe, be good maybe uh Maybe we'll maybe we'll do an April Fool's Day episode. I'll have you come on, and I'll just let it. Well, we gave it away. Well, I know people don't remember things though. Just pour grape juice on your suit, and it'll be good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. So listen, we've got a couple more minutes. I think we should talk about what to do when we go out in inappropriate footwear and land in a puddle. Oh. And come home with sopping wet shoes because that's a super common. Yeah. Winter one. Um, even if you're in appropriate shoes, that that'll happen just I mean, throw them away i'm inappropriate i'm in the most appropriate shoes because i'm in knee-high rubber boots today well, well I'm, yeah i mean so i'm safe but like it's kind of dry out well it's supposed to rain today i guess it's wet, but yeah. it's wet out yeah it's, it's wet but it's not like it was like on what day was it i was coming home the other day and oh god what day was it but like it was just every single it was like four days after the blizzard yeah a couple days after the blizzard it was just, just like I, ponds I like and, and, and it's like all these little hidden nooks of puddles like you're walking underneath some scaffolding and like the light's not hitting it right and next thing you know you're like ankle deep in water because Oof. the sidewalk was clear and the water the water was clear on the sidewalk and it's just like well gotta throw away all these jeans and sneakers that i'm wearing because i'm not gonna clean them that's insane who would clean something that was it's, oh, oh wait! It's, <laughs> it's totally unthinkable to clean wow. something. Sorry, Dave. I mean, it depends on what it is. Dave, like salty, gross dirt New York water. Disgusting. Start fresh. Okay, so but here's what you're going to do: couple of things, mm-hmm. couple options. Um, the first is if you end up with a super, super soaked pair of shoes, um, 
they are that also are kind of getting on the stinky side. Newspaper. We're gonna we're gonna single handedly save the, <laughs> the newspaper. Good news, <laughs> we the finally dying, found a the use. dying industry is not gonna have life breathed into it. <laughs> So wad up a whole bunch of newspapers, stick them in the shoe. The newspaper is going to absorb the water. It's also going to absorb odors. I don't know how that works, but I know it works. Hmm. So there you go. So I just got to be honest. Sometimes I do know what the science behind these things is. Sometimes I just don't. Do you like don't. wrap it or you like stuff it, the shoe? Ball, like it? Ball, the, ball the newspaper up and stuff, okay. stuff them in. Um, right. The other thing that that's going to do is it's going to help to reshape the shoe because as it dries, it's not going to yeah. dry all like creased and warped and weird and so on and so forth. A um, couple of other things that you can do. If you have a fan in your home, set the shoes near the fan. If you have a mudroom uh, or any any other kind of place sort of um, where people come in and they t- tend to take off wet shoes, it's not actually a bad idea to get an inexpensive fan that you can place in there um, and point at the wet shoes. It's going to help them dry fa- faster. Similarly... Uh, placing wet shoes near a dehumidifier. That we talked about this during the hockey right. gear episode yeah. Dehum- um, yeah, in terms of how that. to dry stuff, like speed along the drying process. And so the, both the fan and the dehumidifier were suggestions for that. So again, those those would be dehumidifier would also be a great thing to throw into like a mudroom or um, you know any kind of space where you're keeping wet shoes. So that those you know it's nothing groundbreaking. I don't have any like I mean maybe the newspaper is kind of a cool trick, but other than that, you yeah. know, I don't have any like super speedy, um, like tricks up my sleeve on that one. Uh, one thing just to be careful of, oftentimes, especially in like ski houses and stuff, you'll you'll place your shoes near um, a fire, an open <laughs> fire, you know, roaring roaring fireplace, roaring fire. just, which sure. is a great idea to just make sure you, you're keeping them back far enough. Um, that they're not that like embers aren't going to spit out or anything like that. Uh, obviously, like don't stick them in the fireplace. Uh, that's good advice. <laughs> I mean, you told me to dry them, so I put them in the fire. Put them in the fireplace. You owe me new sneakers. Um, and similar to that, um, you can you can put shoes near a heater, but again, be quite careful. Don't put them on the heater, especially if they're a shoe like um, like an UGG that has a rubber or plastic sole that's going to melt. That's probably not don't, good for business. Yeah. No. Don't do that. So just, just be careful. Um, so those are, those are my tips. Any other winter shoe woes that you can think of that I haven't addressed? Um, yeah, I mean the wetness, the salt, the poop. Um, those are pretty much the big okay. trifecta of, okay. I think poop is all seasons. I still think you're being a little too dismissive of winter poop. Uh, I mean, I okay. Look, uh, one of the barometers is, is like if people haven't ever asked me about it, it's probably not a huge problem out there. I've never gotten a question about that. I have a question. <laughs> Dave, shut up. <laughs> All right, fine. I, I won't ask my really good question that you could have closed the show with, but that's okay. I'll just have you come back. I'll have you come back. Well, no, I feel like I feel like my my concerns you know, are shut down, being treated in a concerned manner. I'm not addressing your needs. You're. Not, I mean, uh, you said it, not me. <laughs> Did you Google? Yeah, that are you are you not are you not piping up because I'm right? Sigmund Freud's a weirdo, man. Like what? Wait, Liz, Liz in the engineering booth is giving me a thumbs up. Like, like yes, I'm right. So yeah, I mean you are. I didn't realize this. Ah, wait, say that again. Say that again, Dave. What was that? What? What? 
Wait, you want me to read it? No, I I just I heard you say yes, you are, as in yes, you are right. I, say I, it again. I was talking to Liz. Liz is correct. Congratulations, Thanks, Liz. Thanks, Liz. Good job. Hey, good job, Jolie. It's from eighteen months to three years. What kind of weirdo psychologist comes up with like an anal theory based on like a child pooping? All of the all of Freud's theories are based on not all of them, but the, all of those all of the stages, the stages in which you get stuck that carry through to later life are all formed. In, the in early in, in early uh, childhood, yeah. Like I thought it was all like did you sex s- and like mom. Did you skip psychology one hundred and one? I mean, I, I took I took psychology in college like twenty yeah. years ago. You think I, I I can barely remember what I did last week? You want me to remember the poop stage of this? Is so weird. This is why not- wouldn't you remember that? You're you <laughs> like. What? It's the poop stage. I'm going to remember the the boner stage before I remember the poop stage. This is I goodness. Mean, Do you want to read the stages out for everybody's education well, before we wrap well, the show up? Well, you can I, just I, tell, give the titles. They're like, well, I only have the one in front of me. Okay. Because I googled Freudian poop, and then anal stage was the first thing that came up. Okay. See. And there's all this stuff about Sigmund Freud and pooping, and I got something to read on the train. I guess on the way back. <sighs> yes, into the you city. do. Yes, you do. Listen. I learn. I, whenever I come here, I learn. That's why I, like I know. coming here. It's an educational program. Uh, and never let it be said that I don't know my shit. Ah. Ah. <laughs> oh, my God. That was the best way to end the show. Wow. On that note, a big, big thank you to my guest today, Dave Lozo. To my engineer, Liz Smith, thank you also for the thumbs up and the sound effects, Liz. That was an excellent addition to the show. Good job. Uh, and to our sponsor, Fire Cider. Today's music was provided by RecTech. If you like what you heard today, and why would you have not? This I mean, was a, an amazing episode. I always love having Dave here. Good job, Sharon. Uh, please, yeah, thanks, Sharon. Please consider subscribing on Acast or iTunes, leaving a rating, and telling your pals about this very weird, very, very weird little cleaning show that you love so very much. And, of course, thank you to you, my listeners, for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org you can find all of our archive programs on our website or as podcasts in the itunes store by searching heritage radio network you can like us on facebook and follow us on twitter at heritage underscore radio you can email us questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org heritage radio network is a 501c3 nonprofit. to donate and become a member visit our website today thanks for listening 